Hello and welcome to episode 138 of the Devocast. This is a weekly podcast where some of us come together each week to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the K-pop industry. Um, this week we got a couple album reviews in store for you. Spoiler alert, they're really good. And uh, as per usual, we're doing our... Uh, like talking about the releases of the month, although we are continuing kind of haphazardly, I guess, this this month uh, with the, yeah. the exchange to the format being just like kind of our top 10 of the month. And then we have a topic of discussion, which I think will be kind of amusing. So stay tuned for yep. that. All right. As always, I'm joined by Nate, who usually has no things. Don't you wake up, focus me, look at me every time. Amazing. Thank you, Dreamcatcher. Tommy? Uh, I don't... No, that's... It's, like, part of the chorus. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I never realized that. I just assumed from, it was a Dami rap, because it usually is. Oh, yeah. No, Dami's rap has some English, too, but this this was... This is part of the... This is, uh... Uh... Which one? Curse of the Spider. It's part of the chorus. Yes. I think. All right. And then I'm Jacob. Uh, Blow notes right here. And uh, also PSA. I bought this because it looked really dumb in the store. Don't get this. This is like monster Gatorade stuff and it tastes disgusting. That sounds disgusting. It's not good. Well, it's like, it's just Gatorade with like caffeine basically, but like it doesn't taste good. So it's Gatorade that's worse for you and tastes worse. Yeah. The flavoring is not good. Don't buy it. Drink, drink Propel instead. Yes. not sponsored, but it's all I drink (laughs) if I'm drinking anything flavored. Yeah. Basically I just saw this at Walmart and was like, okay, I'm going to try this and it was not good. Don't buy it. Bad decision. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Um, I guess with that we can, uh, no. You didn't do your well. One, this is the first episode. We should mention Andrew's like super busy with work stuff. Ah, yes. So he's gonna be taking a break uh, from Julie Daybuck. If you watch Queendom Cast, you already knew this because he was supposed to be on that. But yeah, if you only listen to Daybuck Cast and haven't listened to Queendom Cast, uh, Andrew's taking a break um, yep. just to get some work stuff figured out. Yep. Um, and then you didn't do our, your whole spiel. You gotta tell him to subscribe and. That's a like videos. Oh, yeah. We talk about Discord. We probably, usually we probably should do it in the beginning. I do it in the beginning when I host. Yeah. Okay. I do it in the beginning and the end. Well, guys, remember to join Discord. It's mucho lit. It's mucho lit. <laughs> we have a lot of cool discussions and stuff on there. Um, yep. And since the semester started, since the semester started, I'm not super active, but I try to talk in there as much as possible. Um. Lately this week, I've just been posting really old SNSD perfs, <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of on Always that kind welcome. of kick right now. Um, so yeah, also please subscribe if you like the channel. Um, we have podcasts every week, yep. and you review us on iTunes. It'll help us out. Oh yes, definitely. it's available on Stitcher, uh, Podbean. Pod Most beat. like all the, all the just all, all the, the podcast podcasting stuff. stuff. Yeah, I was. What is it? It's Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, that's it. We're and on, then podcasts, we're on other podcasting services. Yeah, we're on we should everything. be on pretty much everything. Yep. And then we're on Google Play too. I think. Hopefully really? that still works. I never. I I signed up for it, but I don't know if I ever like confirmed confirmation. that we show up there. <laughs> Do people actually use Google Play for podcasts though? 
There's, I think people do. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, I guess with that we can probably get into the uh, first topic after yeah. Nate's done searching that because this is actually. Oh, the I downloaded topic that he's the Google leading. Podcast app, or I because yeah, I, I think I did double check that we're on it. Um, Daybok. I know we're on Spotify because one of yep, my roommates when I was in Korea wanted, podcast. wanted to uh, check it out. And I was Works like, oh, we might be on explicit. Spotify. And we were. And Honestly, we yep. are kind of explicit because we do. No, I, I, I specifically had our feed marked explicit because yeah. I swear we swear every once in a while. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, remember, I remember when we first started, we are like, yeah, we got to keep it clean. And then we just like, yep, and then we that. just gave up on it. <laughs> so yeah, it's on there. It's uh, up to date. It's got both Queendom Cast episodes, so. We're on everything. Yes. Okay, let's get to topic one, um, which I will be running. is our first review, and it is Dreamcatcher's new mini-album, Raid of Dream. Um, so, like we said before, they just gave up on the like sci-fi city thing and just went back to fantasy, Nightmare. horror. <laughs> well, this is... I guess it's the dreams instead of nightmares now, but whatever. Um... <laughs> I like the new logo. I think that looks pretty good. Yeah. On the, I have the album, uh, here, album art. I can Not USB up. cables? No. I have one <laughs> copy of the album because my special edition didn't show up. But that is the album. You can see Jacob's reflection in it. Um, okay, let's get started with yes. the intro. Something Dreamcatcher always has on their albums. And so I know... People on Discord were saying they did not like this one. I know Cooper Dude, doesn't like so it. so awesome. <laughs> and Baron also didn't like it. But I think it's another amazing intro. I It throws you off with like the epic string and piano beginning. And this is cool because it mirrors the single. Um, but yeah, it starts off with like a really epic string and piano stuff. And then it has a short rock and like they're like some Eastern instrumentals. Like... Uh, traditional Eastern instrumental stuff, but then it just drops into this ridiculous glitchcore dubstep thing, and like it comes out of nowhere, and I didn't see it coming, but I love it. Um, and then the main the main guitar line comes out after that, and it just gets you hyped for the rest of the album. Like, yep. I they always do great albums or album intros, in my opinion, and I think this is another great one. Yeah. Um, so for the, what I said was like, I, I really love like the piano and strings and stuff they used in the, I said in my notes in the intro, I mean into like the intro, in the intro the of intro. the intro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which then like descends into that like really nice heavy guitar and yeah. then all of a sudden it became a hitchhiker song. Yep. Yeah. Basically <laughs> like, it's a like hitchhiker song. Blah, it's a good... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yep. It was like, wh- I literally wrote in my notes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then yeah. back to Awesome Guitars. So basically, that's uh, that's the intro. It, I, like, you, if you haven't listened to the album, like, go listen to it. Like, you have to hear the intro for yourself. Like, it's, this yeah, is probably it's... the craziest one they've done yet, I think. Oh, yeah. It's definitely the craziest one. And I can see why some people don't like it. Yeah. Because it is just weird and out jarring. there. Jarring. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely jarring. Um, but I thought it was good, and it sounds like you agree. Uh, next, we have Deja Vu, so this is a single, um, and yeah, like I said, this song really throws you off at the beginning, because it starts off like a ballad, and it 
persists that way for a lot longer than anyone expected. Mm. Um, so on your first listen, it's you you just think they're doing a single that's a ballad. Yeah, um, like it just leads everyone on because it's for like um, like a minute of the song. It's mm. just slower piano based, like great vocals. Um, yeah, and I thought it was cool because not everyone listens to albums and they might not know that Dreamcatcher puts out these amazing ballads. So this is kind of like a nice way like for people to hear how good they they are at singing and how yeah. good their vocals are um for ballads if they only listen to a single. Um mm-hmm. thing that stood out in that intro part for me is Gahyun's part. Um it's like super low and breathy. Um and she's like stood out to me a lot lately. Um, but then, yeah, we get into the pre-chorus and the chorus, and that brings back that, like, J-Rock heavy guitar string sound that we pretty much all expect. Um, I love the chorus. I think it's catchy, but not annoyingly repetitive. Um, yeah. It kind of, it toes that line. It, like, I could think, I could see some people thinking it gets annoying. Um, it didn't for me. I think it's, like, just at the edge, where if they did it a little bit more, it would be annoying, but... Um, overall, I thought it was great, and I love how after the chorus it drops back into a more slow section for the verses. Um, it really gives the song like really good dichotomy. Um, as for the music video, uh, I think it looks amazing. They got some like really great CG backgrounds in the sets, like especially the the like standing coffin full of like flowers, and then the like throne room stuff. Um, all look really good. Their outfits fit perfectly. Um, yeah. and I liked the whole like storyline thing going on with like the whole friendship being broken or whatever and like the back <laughs> and forth sword stuff. I liked, um, I thought the visuals were good overall, like for the whole thing, except like there's one part where it's like, is either two planets or two suns or a sun and a moon yeah, or something? Yeah, it's two that moons, was kinda, That was kind of cheesy, I thought, but yeah, other than that, I thought it was, everything looked really good. Yeah. Um, and then as for the choreography, it's fantastic as always. Um, I really like the white outfits they have because mm. they have like really flowy parts on their arms. Yeah. And it just really fits with all the, like the great arm movements. So yeah, I thought, I think this is like one of their better singles in a while. Yeah. So, uh, I think honestly, like the vocals in this song are some of their best as far as like the title tracks specifically go. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it kind of like shows how their vocals can be like during some of their ballad tracks like in the more like tame like some dude parts of the song Mm -hmm. um i think like in the pre-chorus especially the vocals shine really well i don't know who that is who's singing like really like high up in the pre-chorus but i really especially like that yeah i'd have to listen to it um i really like the amount of piano that's being used in this song i thought that was Mm -hmm. really nice because it's usually like pretty much like guitar based um and then the, the i thought the drop into the chorus was like super effective and it really fills up yeah. super well and gets you yep. really really hyped like and also like i i love how much it clears up and like fills up for the chorus like it clears up after and before and then like fills right up in the chorus yep. like kind of like as uh andrew coined it's like the dave Grohl foo fighters effect where it's like quiet and then gets really loud for the actual hook yeah i love that every time i love that so much um and i thought this was a huge step up from pd so yeah i really really like this mm-hmm. 
Uh, next, we have The Curse of the Spider. Um, and this song... So this song starts out like Sleepwalking Part 2. Mm. Um, because it has just these like crazy... It has electronic instrumentals and then like a drum and yeah. bass beat mixed in. Um, but then it, that's just like the intro and it leads into a more traditional Dreamcatcher sound. Yep. Um, those, in, those electronics come back for the bridge. Yep. Um, but into the last chorus. Uh, but... I think, like, this song is best described as Chase Me Part 2. It's just a very, very much reminiscent of their original sound, mm. um, which I'm all for. It's just that pure, like, traditional Dreamcatcher sound. Um, once Honestly, again, it has a slower, like, verses to showcase their vocals mm. and then lead into that, like, hard rock chorus. Um, Honestly. Yeah, I loved it. Honestly, I might dare to say that this is better than Chase Me, to be better honest. Better than Chase Me? Yeah, I really, really like this song. Like, I think yeah. it might be my favorite song on the album. I loved the way, like, it just flat out, like, sh- like came right out of the gate as, like, uh, like you said, kind of like a sleepwalking part two. Yeah, yeah. With the, uh, the I don't know what to call it. I guess it's kind of drum and bass. The um, beats drum intro. and bass. The instrumentals aren't. The the electronic beats that they used like in the beginning was like yeah, yeah. crazy and I was just kinda like blown away. Like quite literally, I was just like, Whoa, like what is happening? <laughs> um and then the heavy guitars that they used in the chorus and post chorus I thought were also really, really nice. Like I like how they kind of like towed the line between EDM and hard rock, like in this song. I thought that mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, and I think that's a theme that's used on this album quite a bit that was, like, really nice. Yep. Speaking of, uh, next we have Silent Night. Um, and neither of this is my favorite song on the album, but this is my second favorite Dreamcatcher song of all time after Sleepwalking. Jeez. Um, and it's close. Like, this song almost beat Sleepwalking for my favorite Dreamcatcher song. Mm. And Sleepwalking is in my top ten K-pop songs of all time. Damn. Um, I think, like, in, like, the first time I heard this, I knew it would be up there in my rankings. And, like, after a couple dozen listens, like, it's still, yeah, it's that good in my opinion. Mm. I think it just, like, blew me away. The So, like, it starts off and it's got, like, a low guitar and it's really reminiscent of uh, Schism by Tool. Um, it's like that same guitar effect that Schism has, mm. um, which I thought was really cool to hear. Right in the beginning? Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Like, that's the guitar effect. Is like If you go listen, I listened to Schism right after, and I was like, that's like the same effect yeah, that yeah. it is. It's not the same melody, but it's the exact same effect. Um, and I love how the pre-chorus brings that back and like it has like a ballady feel um but then there's like clapping and like this really epic percussion build into the drop chorus and then the chorus happens and it just drops and it like just gives me chills it it's got this like crazy electronic instrumental but it follows the vocals and then on top of that they use some vocal melodies in the instrumentals. Um, there's like some, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's not chanting, but it's like similar um, that they use as instrumentals. Um, and that's all layered on top of just this really epic drum track. Everything about it 
it's like produced really well and it's just mm-hmm. like over the top and awesome. Um, I really love that mix of actual vocals and then vocals used as instrumentals um, in the as like the mix. I think yeah. they accent really well and it gives like this really like dreamy feeling. Um, and then that all leads back into a the in, that intro guitar I mentioned for Dami's rap and another pre-chorus and chorus. Um, and then you think it's gonna end. And you, you're like, okay, this song ended. And then it drops into this ridiculous, <laughs> like, Euro EDM style ending that's like no one expected. And it just goes on for a few bars. And I definitely know it probably isn't for everyone, but I thought it was just awesome. I was like, nothing about this song, like, was predictable. Mm-hmm. And, but I loved every minute of it. So that's why I think, like, it's up there for, like, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Like, I guess let me start with, like, the beginning. Like, you're saying, like, the sort of Tool-like intro. When I first listened to it, I was like, is that a distorted guitar or is it a deep synth? Like, I could not tell. Yeah, and, it's uh, a guitar, I think. Yeah, I th- I also am leaning towards guitar. Like, I think it's just distorted a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. I, I really like the fact that I can't really tell what it is, to be honest. I yeah. think it adds uh, some level of, like, I don't know. makes it kind of interesting, I guess. Um, I really like the low register that they're kind of singing in throughout this song. Um, mm-hmm. And I also like the sort of, like, almost whispery sort of vocals they use in the chorus. Um, and, yeah, that last drop at the end was crazy. <laughs> Like, I was not expecting it the first time I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, it didn't feel like it was just tacked on either. Like, like you can feel it building up, but it also, at the same time, feels like it could have ended there. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And, uh, yeah, the the way Dreamcatcher managed to, like, combine hard rock and EDM on this album I thought was really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I thought they did it really well. Um and it's just like it's just one of those things that like makes them stand out from everyone else like yeah they're just doing music that nobody else is mm. and they're doing it well i'm honestly surprised nobody yeah. else has tried doing this sort of concept it's kind of yeah interesting but yeah yep uh and then finally we have polaris um as you expected this is a ballad track yep. uh like i said with the single i i think Dreamcatcher puts out some of the best like girl group ballads out there mm. um and like this one's no exception i think they go over the top the vocal and piano melodies are incredible i think you this this could easily be on like a disney soundtrack mm-hmm. um like it's got that really epic feeling of like a disney ballad um i really like the mix of acoustic guitar and synths or in strings like that's a really good addition in it it adds a good ability to like swell and make the song more dynamic. Um, that like I don't think the piano would really have. So like that's a nice addition to the instrumentals. Yeah, overall another great ballad from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, what I said was uh, it's a ballad, but a really really good one. Um, yep. I thought the piano was really nice, and uh, so was their vocals. Other than that, I didn't really have a ton to say, just because it's kind of hard to describe this sort of song but um mm-hmm. yeah their vocal performance was really nice in this song and uh it's definitely a uh hit for me yeah yep 
Uh, yeah, so that's it for this album. It's only four songs and an intro, so it was a yep. pretty quick review. Um, but I think definitely check it out. I It's definitely an, a contender for mini album of the year for me. Um, yeah, definitely. If it'll, if it'll make the list or how it'll do at the end of the year for the whole group, but it's definitely up there for me, so def- so give it a like check it out. Yeah. Um so yeah, for scores, uh, I give it a ten out of ten no contest. Like yeah. I thought the concept was really good. Um I really love the music video. I really love the choreo. I really love the outfits. Um I don't think they really miss anything there and I loved all the music. Like I said, it has one of my favorite songs from theirs of all time and mm. I love their entire discography a ton, so I yeah. mean they're basically my alt group right now, so um pretty expected 10 out of 10 but i had to all right very good um so for me i gave a full 7 out of 7 for music um i thought every single song in this album like just really stood out like it was like in some way trying something new for the group but also like kind of mm-hmm. building upon what they already had done before i guess and i think yeah. honestly uh like music wise this is their best album since prequel, I think probably. Yeah. Um, and then for concept, I gave it two out of three. I thought their music video was really well, uh, really well done, but nothing like crazy for me. So overall, I gave the album a nine out of ten. Yep. Uh, and then Cooper gave us a score, but he didn't give any comments. Uh, he gave the music a five point five out of seven. Um, I know. He asked specifically if we were rating the intro because he's one of the people that didn't like the intro. Okay. So I know some of that is taken off for the intro. I don't know how much. He didn't say. Uh, but then he gave the concept a 3 out of 3. So he gave the whole album an 8.5 out of 10. Um, okay. So that rounds to a 9. So it gets shiny. Shiny. A well, well-deserved shiny. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, Andrew didn't give us scores for this, but he gave us scores for the next one. Yep. Um. All right. So yeah, that's it for Dreamcatcher. Uh, let us know what you thought of the album in the comments. Yes. All right. I guess with that, we can go to topic two. Two. Twice. Feel yep, You can run special. the show. All right, I will. Um, yeah, this album surprised me. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's like, different in a good up. way. Yeah, like, I, I listened to this album, and I couldn't, I honestly, like, couldn't believe I was listening to it twice, to be honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. They um, finally did something, I mean, they, they finally did something different with Fancy, but this just evolved on it. Yes, I think, uh, I'll get to it. Alright, so, we're gonna start yeah. out with the, the first song, which is the title track, which is, uh, Feel Special, and the first comment I said is, I think we finally got the run devil run era that we've been asking for from twice yeah i think if any song is it this is it um like i'd call like fancy like kind of like if i'm making a you know a parable to snsd it's like um the g uh like fancy is like genie and then Mm -hmm. this is like run devil run Run. like they kind of gradually got a little more edgier i guess um so yeah, after coming out with Fancy, which in my opinion was a huge step forward for Twice, and uh, finally developing a new sound, I think they've mm-hmm. kind of uh, like continued in that gen- uh, general direction, which will become a good thing as they start to get older and do become like less comfortable with doing their 
traditionally like hyper cute concepts mm-hmm. um i thought the like hip-hop inspired like rap sing vocals and electronic instrumentals instrumentals uh stand out really well in this track and i think it made for a super solid uh comeback yep yeah i i really like the sound um i th- i think like i pretty much agree with you I, it's in the same vein as fancy but they didn't yeah. do the exact same thing yep um it's like an evolution and that was something i was a little worried about because it's definitely something they've done in the past with stuff like heart shaker and what is love where they just basically yep. remake their last single that did well as a new type like a new song that's pretty much the same thing yeah um I love how it's got like these house influenced beats. Uh, it gives a really nice mix up on top of like there. I think the chorus is still classic twice. It's got a nice catchy vocal hook. Like, yeah, I don't think they, it wasn't like a complete change. They still have that twice sound in there. Yeah. But it's, it's a big enough change that like from fancy and this are a big enough change that I like, I'm happy with what they've been doing. Um, I think the synth lines are really catchy and they complement the vocals really well. Um, one thing I wanted to point out is I don't normally pay attention to lyrics for K-pop, um, mm. but when I first watched the music video, I had closed captions on because I was watching a variety show earlier. Yeah, and um, I literally teared up at Mina's part because, like, the song's lyrics are pretty sad. Actually, they're talking mm. about how like, well, like, obviously it's called "Feel Special" and they say like, "You make me feel special." But yeah. like it's a the verses are talking about when they're alone they feel like depressed and lonely and like so those are literally like Mina's lyrics are like yeah what she's going through mm. um and she was talking about yeah like just feeling depressed and alone and then yeah. until you see your smile and so like and then obviously it's talking about being lifted up um so yeah, like I literally teared up during that part. Like the the lyrics are like way more moving than I expected to from like mm. what the song sounds like. Yeah. Um, also got bonus points because her scene was with Cheong, who's my other bias. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then I think the styling, the music video, and everything are amazing too. The outfits are fantastic, especially the dresses. I saw someone make a picture that had a it, so I had the picture of them in dresses from What Is Love. Um, mm. which were like more like fun, like cocktail dress type th- or not cocktail dress. I don't know. They're like more fun, like casual dresses. Yeah. But it was they, so they captioned it junior prom and then they showed this one as senior, senior prom because yeah. these, these dresses, I thought that was like a really accurate description because these dresses are like super elegant, like mm. and insane looking. Um, Sana's pink hair is amazing. Um, and especially now that it's fully pink, yeah. it's even better. <laughs> I don't know about um, the the bangs that they you had didn't in like, the teaser photo, but she did look good in in the end in the yeah, actual. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Now it's not blonde with pink highlights; it's yeah. fully pink. So, um, and then Mina is breathtaking as always. And then choreography, it's twice choreography. I think they never have the most technical choreography, mm. like technically complicated. But their choreography is, does a really good job of fitting the song and being something that they can execute really well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think once again, they, they killed it and I love this song a lot. Yeah. All right. Coming up next we have, uh, oh wait, actually also, uh, you were commenting on like, um, Mina's part and stuff. I, I like how also on the, uh, album artwork, they have everyone like yep, surrounding she's in her. The middle. 
Yeah. I don't know if that was purposeful or not, but oh, I, I like to think it is. Was. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. All right. So, well, they actually, it definitely was because that wasn't the album art until f- and fans complained and they actually changed it. Because they had one of the other covers. Because there's three versions or whatever. Oh. So, like, the version on iTunes was a different version until people complained and they changed it. Huh. So. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, fandom doing something nice. Um, okay, so coming up next we have Rainbow. Which is um, a cover of the group. Cover of the group. Rip them. I yes, love them. But amazing. anyways. Listen to Rainbow. Um. Yeah, I love the weird, in this song, I really love the weird, like, reversed, like, it sounds like reversed, like, hollow-sounding notes in the beginning. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. They're like it. bubbles, but, like, popping in reverse. Backwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, like, really deep, bassy notes and almost, like, flapping-sounding uh, mm-hmm. beats really cool. Like, I I found a lot of, like, weird songs and or sounds in this. And Oh, uh, yeah, there's a ton. I couldn't. I don't really know how to explain Describe them, but they're really them. cool. Yeah. Listen Just to the listen song. to the song. Yeah, yeah. The chorus is super strong and has like a really like big sound. Um, I thought the rap section was really catchy in this as well. And uh, oh, another thing. Um, I really love how like tall the climbs are in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, rate of change, I guess, on that is is super like steep. So yeah, this was a great song. I really like this. Yeah, I, like, basically had similar comments. I thought the intro, like, the crazy and sparse instrumentals of the intro, um, using a snapping as the beat with all these, like, glitchy electronic sounds mixed in was really interesting. It's not something you expected to hear on a Twice song. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, like you said, it eventually leads into a much more normal Twice song. Um, I think the vocals are pretty standard Twice, but it has a much more normal instrumental. Yeah. but it's it's just a fun upbeat like piano and synth part. Hmm. Um, it, it's just it's a fun upbeat twice song you can jam to. But the verses are definitely the highlight for me with like the super unique instrumentals. Yeah. So, I, I know how you said it's like kind of it does still like sound like a twice song to me. It almost doesn't mm-hmm. not because of the vocals or anything, but because like and this is a recurring throughout the whole album. Like the production is way better than it normally. Oh is. yeah. That's like, true. Yeah. Like the mixing and everything is way, way, way better. Like, yep. um, like Fancy again was a step in the right direction, but it still was clearly like a JYP production. This doesn't sound like something that was produced by JYP Entertainment on Entertainment. I'm gonna like, whisper it. It's like, I wish they, I wish they'd bring that back. But <laughs> oh no, yeah, they, I, I do too. I love. It's that. like that's that was a K-pop staple. Um, yes. Anyways, um. It's like Brave Sound. I feel like he just yeah. doesn't make music anymore, yeah. so you just never hear that anymore, but Yeah. Um Oh speaking of those like producer name drops, I was listening to the boys and when they yeah. say T R X, I finally figured out what that it, means. It's Teddy what? it's Teddy Riley. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that? I did not know that. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew I that. was like I knew it was produced by Teddy Riley, but like, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that that's what I never knew what that's that was. What I yeah, Anyways. Yeah. Um, back to twice, uh, next track, Get Loud. Um, yeah, like, right off the bat, I really love, like, the, the marching band, like, drum intro. Yeah, drum line. Which goes, like, straight into the huge, huge, huge sounding vocals from Jiho. 
I thought that was a really strong opening. And that like huge sound stays throughout the duration of the song and I really, really love it. Like like this is what I'm talking about. Like the production on this like in this album is way better than it normally is. Yep. Um like nobody's vo- vocals like sound annoying at all. Like I like twice and I like am tolerant of super like high frequency like vocals and stuff but for yeah. a lot of people like they don't like it because it's kind of fatiguing like yep. listening to high frequency sounds is fatiguing on your ears that's just yeah. the thing um like there's no problems with that in this whole album and it's just yep. so good um song is like such a risk it's 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 so rich and crisp sounding uh the bass yeah. is really booming and fun but it's not completely overpowering uh, like basically the way I describe it is it's like it's an awesome song to play at a party, but it's also not like an annoying club banger. Yeah, like, yeah it's it, it's like, a chill, it's chill enough that you could just like chill out and listen to it. But then well, yeah, I don't even, it's also I don't even know if I'd like say it's hype. It, right, I don't even know if I'd say it's chill. I think it's super super hype. I'm just I think it's a perfect example of like it doesn't have to be an annoying club banger to be yeah yeah. A good party hyped. song, you know. Yeah, what I, mean? I, I guess like chill is not the right word, but yeah. it's smooth. But yeah, it's, it's smooth. It's just it's fantastic. It's it's so good. This is definitely yep. my favorite song in the album, even more than "Feel Special." I really, really, really love this song. I yeah. hope we can get a title track like this someday, like this sort of oh, like yeah, really awesome. hype, crazy sound. I I think that would be really awesome. Yep. I yeah I pretty much agree fully. Like I said, I or I I love the super hype drumline intro and the like glitchy vocal part that persists throughout the song. Yeah, um, it's got a bit of like a Latin feel to it almost. Hmm. Um, and it's just but it's just like an utter jam. Like yeah, it's a, a perfect party song without being like an insane over the top banger. Yeah, um, and then also exactly what you said, mirroring what you said. I think their vocals fit this type of song really well. They're yeah. singing in the lower like a bit of a lower register so it's not straining um and i think this would f- make people that don't particularly like twice's vocals might like this song yeah um i think the build of the chorus is fantastic and then the fact that the chorus doesn't drop like you expect and mm-hmm. it just keeps going at like a good pace um but yeah the like get 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 loud part i just love that and then there's like yeah. a whistle that comes in occasionally mm-hmm. just i it's such like a good like hook i would say yeah um also mina's voice is utterly perfect for the song her pout mm. part stood out definitely granted i love her voice it's like one of the main reasons she's my bias yeah um yeah i don't i know some people are hating on in discord but like you, I agree with you. It's my favorite song on the album. It's probably I don't understand in my top, what they don't like about it's it. Probably like, in my top <laughs> ten twice songs. Um, I know Sam and Flixer liked it, so shout out to them. Yeah. Not everyone on Discord hated it. Yeah, I don't understand what they would not like about this song. Like, I, I don't just, know. I don't get Maybe, it. Maybe uh, I don't know. Like usually, I can tell what people probably don't like, but in this, I legitimately have no idea. Like what yeah, they don't like, like the about this song. So good. Um, anyways, uh, I guess coming up next, we can go into Cricket. Um, yeah, I thought the synths and, like, layered vocals they used in the song were, like, really nice and, uh, I guess, like, crisp sounding. Like, mm-hmm. again, like, I can't believe I'm listening to a Twice song right now. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, it just doesn't It feel doesn't like feel them. like them, but in a good way. Um, 
the high energy choruses with the like super deep bass layer throughout was really nice um and the song is such like a really good like forward momentum it kind of keeps you on your toes the entire time and that's what i really liked about this track in particular <laughs> and for me personally it contends with get loud i really really like this one a lot yeah uh, so yeah i i like the song too um I do have one issue with it, but I'll get mm. to the good stuff first. I I love how it starts out with a nice, like, smooth synth line, like you said. It's got that clapping beat and, like, a really catchy vocal melody. Um, their vocals are just so good at the beginning. I, just, I, I like how smooth of a song it is. Like, yeah. After, like, it leads from Get Loud into this, like, really well. Yeah. Um, and I love the vocal part of the chorus, but I really, the trick it part, is like my one issue with it I, mm. like that that part of the song like that trick it like vocal part it just feels too abrasive mm. compared to the, how smooth the rest of the song is so that's like my one issue with it i don't hate the song i i like the song but you don't like I the kind trick, of it, wish... trick it trick it yeah yeah okay. like because the rest of the song is sm- so like smooth and it it just feels like so out of place. You don't like how it like kind of like jabs you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it felt it felt like just yeah, like, it felt out of place for me. Um, okay, but overall the rest of the song I love. It's just that part that I had an issue. Mm. With. All right, up next we got Love Foolish. Um, the synths in the opening once again like hooked me right in. I think that's a uh, strength of a lot of the songs in this album is like right yep. from the in- they made the intros to the song like super yes. interesting. Um, yep. I really like the robotic beats and voice samples. Uh, I thought that was a really cool touch. I also really like the vocal sa- uh, the uh, vocal layering they did on to make the vocals a little more like artificial or like synthetic sounding. I kind of liked how. Yep robotic the song kind of sounded and uh i also really like the like whisper talking sort of chorus i thought that was cool yep yeah i absolutely love this song right from the start Mm. um i like the electronic intro like you said with the like glitchy baby synth was awesome and i just love hearing new stuff from twice like this like crazy experimental like electronic songs that they just don't really do yeah and like you said the synth lines throughout is just so memorable and catchy Mm. it's definitely one of my favorite synth lines i've heard in a k-pop song in a while yeah and then their vocals on top of it are great yeah Um, the like yeah the the talking chaeyoung part the i love you hate foolish part yeah just fits so well and it goes so well over that synth line um i think this is up there with get loud as one of my favorite twice songs like mm. i think both this and get loud probably mm. cracked my top 10 twice songs yeah i'd say uh like tracks three four and five get loud trick it love foolish i think were the highlights of the album for me for sure mm-hmm. all right up next we have twenty one twenty nine, which i guess is a a time i assume yes so like um what's no that? it's nine, not a, it's definitely not a date nine twenty nine. So. <laughs> PM. All right. Yeah. So uh, I thought this song did like such a good job at creating a nice and like open sounding atmosphere. Um, I also like want to. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Like they they made it just sound seem like a really large like room, I guess. But it's also yeah. like full, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
actually also really want to shout out like the vocal performances on this song, which is not something I typically do with Twice super often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like really nice, full, uh, rich sounding ballad. So it's definitely like one of their best as far as like this genre goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the loungy ballad. Um, I, I like, there's a through line in this whole album of like snaps, like snapping sounds. Um, here they're pretty expected with this kind of slow, like lounge style song. Um, and I think the guitar line pulls it all together. There's also a nice touch of like, there's a little hint of brass that's like in the pretty far back in the instrumentals. Um, but I thought that added a nice touch to this song. Um, yeah, overall it's, it's a twice ballad. Like, like you said, they're, they're not known for their vocals. Yeah. Um, but so like, there's definitely better ones out there, but I yeah. think it's perfectly fine. All right. Finally, we have the Korean version of Breakthrough, which, uh, you know, same as the Japanese version. Although, uh, honestly, as expected, I now kind of prefer the Korean version over the Japanese. Yeah. I think it just is because I can speak some Korean. So, like, I yeah, feel like so the Korean more. phonetics just lend themselves better to the song for me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just like before, uh, the super like bass and like hype energy of the song really helps it stand out even among mm-hmm. these other songs on the album. Yep. And, uh, like I said about get loud, I could totally see it being like played at a party and being hyped, but it doesn't have to be an annoying like club banger with a wah, wah, wah drop in yeah. the middle or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it's a great Japanese release in their in Korean, um, I think it's up there with BDZ as their best Japanese releases. Yeah, you mean Bulldozer? Um, yeah, Bulldozer. <laughs> um, and I think like yeah, like you said, it 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 kind of like helps the or like it it's the same switch over in their Japanese songs as like yeah. Fancy and um and uh, Feel Special are. Um, so yeah, it's just like a nice change of pace and mm. overall, I, I think the Japanese song was fantastic. This is I'm, a Korean version. I'm pretty sure like all the Japanese songs that get Korean versions were just originally in Korean anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, I feel like that's also part of the reason why there's such a, like, a gap in like quality between some of the Japanese songs and the, yeah. the ones that are produced by Korean producers. And yeah, like what was I don't even remember what the song was called. There was one of them that was just like so forgettable. It's the oh, most of them are. It's the one with the like. It's like the old computer aesthetic. I forgot what it's even called. Yeah. Um. That one is the just not aesthetic or the aesthetic. The song? No, 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 the song. I don't remember. The I remember song? what the music video yeah, looked let me, like. Let me. Yeah, I'll look up there. Yeah, rant I guess, for a couple of seconds while I Google because I have them all in my library. Yeah, I, I, I guess um, I could probably just go into scores. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you can go. I'm, um, I'm done talking about breakthrough because it's yeah. just the, it's the Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Song I've talked about it on releases. Um, so review uh, or rating. Um, so for music, I gave it a six point five Is out it of candy seven. Pop overall or brand new girl? No, I like brand new girl, and it's not candy pop. Uh, there's so many songs. On. It's uh, wake it's me right up. After. I want. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wake me wake up. Me wake up. me up. Yeah, okay. that one's just not. I was like, it's it's, it's not one more time because one more time is my fa- like was their only good 
Japanese release, in my opinion. <laughs> For a while, but, yeah. Until BDZ, yeah, yeah. probably. Until, well, yeah, yeah, but f- from their old stuff. Yeah. All right, so... Yeah, for music, I gave it 6.5 out of 7. I think this is probably their best album since Twice to Gram, I'd say. Like, easily. Like, I really liked uh, Fancy You. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is, like, expanding on that sound, but with, like, way better production on all the songs, I think, basically. Um, And then uh, for concept, I gave a 2.5 out of 3. I think this is, like... This was a really, really awesome music video. Like, as far as, like, visual design goes, I think this is probably the best music video they've come out with, besides maybe Fancy, because that also had a really cool music video. Um, mm-hmm. So, 2.5 out of 3 for concept, so I also gave this a 9 out of 10 overall. thought this was fantastic. I also gave it a 10 out of 10, because... Well, I gave it a like 9 a, out of 10, but... yeah. Oh, this well, no, because I Dreamcatcher. you said I you understand. also gave this a yeah, nine yeah, yeah, because yeah. you gave Dreamcatcher a yeah, nine. Yeah, I see. I also gave Dreamcatcher a ten. I gave this a ten. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think this has two uh, two of my favorite Twice songs on it. Just saw just like I, uh, yeah, like Dreamcatcher had one of my favorite songs from them on it. I think I love this change in their musical style. They're trying new things, and I think yes. it's working. Like you said, the production on this is like way better than previous stuff um so yeah i gave them full marks i thought their concept was fantastic music video was fantastic so yeah full marks um cooper said a 6.5 out of 7 for music and a 3 out of 3 for concept for 9.5 out of 10 wow. um he said this is easily their best album for me every song showcases their talents extremely well while still keeping their uniqueness the title tracks super relatable and emotional lyrics mixed with a super catchy twice hooks and a fantastic instrumental B sides are just as great. My favorites are being my favorites being Rainbow and Love Foolish. Mm. Overall, this is peak twice, and I hope they continue with this style. Yes, and then agree. Andrew said he didn't give thoughts. Um, but so if you don't know how Andrew scores albums, he gives three point five points for the single, and then three point five points for the rest of the album. Yep. Um, and he gave full marks three point five out of three point five for Feel Special. So he really loved that. And then he gave three out of three point five for the rest of the album. He gave almost full marks for the rest of the album as well. Yeah. Uh, and then a two point five out of three for concept. So a total of nine out of ten. So. All over nine, so it definitely gets shiny. Let me figure out the full score though. Like nine point three three or something. Nine point three seven five, so it gets rounded up to nine point five. Yeah. So yeah, two shiny both two truly truly Daybok. And this one we even got a score from Andrew. So and when Andrew gives a, a twice album a nine point five, like yeah, yeah, you know, you know good. something's good. Maybe his theory Andrew, about fall twice is is true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he does say that fall twice is always the best twice. So. Yep. So yeah, let us know what you thought in the comments. Yes. All right. With that, I guess we can go into topic three, which is... uh, Top ten songs of September. Of September 2019. Yes. Um, So mine's ordered. Jacob's isn't. Yeah, mine's Um, an ordered list. (laughs) If you listened last month, Andrew... Try we basically Andrew wanted to try out a new concept uh, for doing just our top ten songs instead yep. of going through everything because that takes a lot of work and it's just uh, 
a tedious process and yeah one we didn't really have time for he he then, that was a week where we couldn't record though so he was on his own then it seemed like um, most people didn't really like it yeah, that much anyway listen yeah like so, we always got our least listens on those episodes and stuff yeah, so, so we can we kind just of to do we can kind of just down. give recommendations now and then you get all the best stuff instead <laughs> so yeah yeah and yeah. then I'm sure we'll mention it when stuff's ridiculously horrible or funny. Yeah. And, like, things to mention. Um, yep. Honestly, this month, uh, so you, I assume you're seeing my top ten on the screen right now. Um, this month was pretty weak, in my opinion. Um, my bottom, like, few were kind of, like, filler. I almost mm. kind of, like, wouldn't have probably put them on in a normal month, but there just yeah. wasn't enough. Um, there is two caveats I want to mention. Um, there's a high chance that two of my favorite songs of the month come out on Monday, uh, cause mm. we're recording this on the 27th yeah. and both one us and Purpleback have comebacks on Monday. Mm. Um, and I really liked Purpleback's debut. I thought it was a really good girl group debut. And then one us has put out two utterly amazing singles and two utterly amazing albums so far this year. So there's a high chance both of those would probably make my list. Um, but obviously we were recording this before they came out, so I couldn't put them on the list. Um, but I'll start from 10 and I just have like little talking points a little bit. Um, this will probably be a pretty quick topic to be honest. I don't have a ton written out. Um, but I started with love you by Monstax. Um, like I said, this is one of my filler songs, but it's, so this is an English release and it definitely gives off like American pop vibes. Um, I think what made me put it on this list was I absolutely love the minimalism of the instrumentals and the use of silence in the song. Yeah. Um, it's like a super simple song, but I think it does its job well. Um, but it's very American, like, like boy group, like radio play song. Like it's a mostly, they're mostly auto tuned. The lyrics are super simple, but I, I, there, there's enough of like, interesting in the instrumentals for me to put it on there yeah uh number nine i have dumb liddy by card terrible title despite the horrible horrible name um i think this is one of their better songs in a while yeah it's Um, it's fun it's definitely better than bomb bomb i think so yeah it's better than bomb bomb and i i think i like it better than ride on the wind too yeah um it's just a straight banger it has a really catchy hook like it's stuck in your head um and yeah like i and i think the concept was cool i think they went too far with it for Mm -hmm. some of the shots and some of the outfits and makeup to the point where it just goes overboard yeah um but overall i thought the concept was a cool idea and like most of it looked really good yeah um it was definitely a lower budget like well i I don't want to say it was lower budget it seems like they blew everything on like outfits and makeup yeah and then like the sets it were just like very basic yeah Um, they're just black yeah exactly dark (laughs) yeah it's just like a dark room like there wasn't much to it yeah um but yeah i i was i was ready to hate the song based on the name alone yeah because the name is so bad um, but I, it was, I was surprised and that might've helped it because it probably lowered my expectations a lot. Um, 
Next, number eight, I have Sun and Moose, We Are Legendary. Uh, so this is uh, an OST for a video game that just came out. Um, and if you notice that Sun and Moose only has four members, um, we're going to talk about that more Oof. in the next topic. <laughs> so if you're watching these topic by topic, uh, wait for tomorrow. But we'll talk about that more later. But um, I think this song is like a pretty standard EDM banger song. Um, but I think Sun and Moose always did that really well. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy for them to be back, uh, kind of back, I guess they're kinda. partially back. Oof. Um, cause one, it's not a real com it's not a real comeback. It's an OSC for a game and two, the whole group's not here, but yep. I'm just happy they're putting out something. Um, and yeah, this type of hype song, I think they do really well and they've been gone for so long. I was just, I had to put it on my list. It's the first thing we've gotten from them in like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out if you enjoy Sonamu. Uh, number seven, I have Growing Up by Minsaw. Um, amazing awesome ballad, ballad uh, from one of my favorite new soloists. Uh, this was released for Mystic Listen Project. Um, yeah, if you know who Minsaw is, you probably heard the song. You probably love it. Uh, if you really like solo female solo ballads, check her out. She puts out some really good ballads, and then she puts out some really good, like, big band like just like unique stuff like stuff that mm. like iu puts out and no one else puts out so i i i would say if you're a fan of iu you probably would enjoy her type yeah. of music yeah i'd say iu is probably the like old iu is probably the yeah I'll, yeah the yep. the closest comparison i'd say to minsaw yep um, um yeah anything else no i just i feel like i'm just jamming through my list so yeah, there's just... not much i'm not leaving you room to talk so if you have anything let me know no it's because i i also uh, have the song on the list so that's why i'm just like never mind cause yeah you can just save, save it for save her. yep yeah that'll, that'll happen for probably half of our lists are probably are probably the same yep uh speaking of the next song is workaholic by bopalgon um so actually you reviewed, reviewed this already yep, i did baron. not i was not on that episode um so baron i didn't like this song way more than i thought he yep. would Yep. So I was like, I, they took the Bopogam formula and twisted it a little. Yep. Uh, it's a little more like intense and funky than their usual like acoustic pop and ballad tracks. What I said um, was, it's almost like uh, they went more mature, and it sounds almost like a yeah. Sunmi Sun song or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like yeah, it's like Bopogam mixed with Sunmi. Um, and yeah, I really like this because it it contains hints of their usual style. So yeah. it can still be loved by their fans, but it'll bring in new fans like Baron who didn't really dig their old style enough. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a really nice way to bring new fans in while appeasing the old fans. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Jiang's voice fits this style really well too. Yeah. Um, so uh, overall it was, a, it was definitely amazing and i was surprised it ended up at six on my list because yeah it was up there but then stuff just kept coming out that i was like mm. this, so that's like the weird part this month has amazingly high highs mm. but the rest of it was just like there one there weren't a lot of releases and two the rest of them just were like pretty okay yeah. Like, it, it blew me away that Laboom didn't make my list, but, like, <laughs> I I love Laboom. I'm, like, one of their biggest fans. I kick-started the song, or make-started the song, or whatever, but mm. it just, it fell a little flat for me, I guess. Okay. Um, I do like, like, I, th- I, th- 
I like the song. <laughs> I like the song. I don't love the song. There's okay. a lot of issue. I have a lot of issues with the song. I think they're going in the wrong direction, and they're going mm. downhill. So that's okay. like part of it. I think f- f- like their past three releases. So we're getting into Laboom, which isn't even on my list. But they're. Le- I guess I'll save it for when because they past are three on releases. List. Spoilers. Spoilers are on Jacob's list. I'll save it for when he gets. Wait, the, the past three releases are going the wrong direction. Uh, I I'll but save between it. I'll us save it. Is so good. No, no, that's that's. I'll get to. I'll get to it. <laughs> I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's bad. Um, but we'll go back to my list. I'll save that for when Jacob brings them up. Um, next number five, I have quit by FT Island. Uh, this reminds me a lot of Wind, um, if, which was one of their like maybe a year ago or a year and a half ago. I don't. I can't. Maybe it's not even that old. It's one of the more recent songs. Um, it's like super epic, sentimental song. Um, I love Honky's voice. I always have. And it definitely gives off a feeling of like frustration fitting the name of the song. And I assume part of the inspiration for the song has to do with the whole burning mocha situation and feeling betrayed by their bandmate and their friend. Um, I don't know if that's actually what the lyrics are saying, but it's definitely the vibe I got and the feeling I honky expressed. It's a feeling honky's expressed before on like social media and stuff. And I think the song gives off a similar vibe. Um, but yeah, if you really like like really epic sentimental rock songs, um, FT Island's amazing. And the song was really good. Number four, I have How Can I Love the Heartbreak, You're the One I Love, which is a ridiculously long title in English, (laughs) uh, by Akmu. Um, And this is an utterly amazing ballad. Um, I think it's their first comeback since uh, the brother got back from the army. Um, And it's one of the most beautiful ballads I've heard in a really long time. I love the contrast of their voices. Yeah. Definitely check it out. I considered Um, putting it on my list, but I had only listened to it like once, so that's why I left it off. I so. know I haven't listened to the album yet, but Discord a lot of people on Discord were saying it has a chance like album of the year, like it's that okay. good. So Yeah, I definitely need to we check didn't, it out. We didn't review it, but we'll definitely have to check it out for um our uh awards at the end of the year. Yep. Number three, I feel special by twice. No surprise. Um talked about it just last topic with the review but i think it's a nice evolution on fancy with yeah. some house beats mixed in good synths the music video is beautiful and it's in 4k um the just lyrics got it. me <laughs> lyrics got me to tear up um but yeah check out our th- review for more thoughts number two i have a song you reviewed but i didn't so uh, good. which is devil by clc Um, and I have listened to this song so much. Um, this feels like an, so I have more, more detailed thoughts since I didn't get to review it. This feels like an evolution of their original song sound back from near Mm. debut, like Pepe, which I absolutely love. Um, I think this is one of their best releases they've ever put out. And I really like the Hobgoblin black dress style. Um, but I would love if they kept at this type of song. They need to keep doing um, this, like, yeah, straight it's, up. It's so good. It's so good. It's amazingly produced. They sing it really well. The yep. choreography is great and memorable. Um, the song is just amazing. It's catchy. Um, it's one of the best songs of the year, in my opinion. Like I was Agreed. blown away by this release. Um, and it didn't even make number one, but it was very close. Um I have my my alt bias 
knocked it off the list, but um, it was very close to being number one. Um, but then, yeah, number one I gave to Deja Vu by Dreamcatcher. Um, I think it's their best single since you and I. I love Dreamcatcher. Everyone knows if you listen to the podcast, you know that they're my ultimate group right now. Um, and I think this is classic Dreamcatcher formula with a nice ballad intro that throws you off. Nice MV, great sets, good storyline. Um, another song we just reviewed. So if you want more detailed thoughts, check out our review from the first topic of this episode. So that's my top 10. All right. I guess moving on to mine. Uh, mine's unordered, by the way, because I didn't really know how I'd place everything, so I kind of just... Mm-hmm. These are the 10 songs that kind of interested me the most. Out to you. Um, so starting out, we have... Uh, a lot of these I already talked about in the podcast in past episodes, but... Um, so, yeah, Workaholic uh, and 25. I wrote 2-5 on there. That's actually the name of the album. I meant 25. Yeah. Um... So Workaholic, yeah, like I said, it's kind of like a, like, almost like Bullpagan doing Sunmi kind of style, which yeah. I really like. I think it works really well. Um, I did warn in my review of it that I don't want them to lean into the electronic sound too much. Yeah. I think that could, Yeah, the acoustic sound is like their it could, signature. Yeah, it, it could cause them to lose sight of what makes them fresh to me. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I do really like this. I don't want them to get too far in the weeds, I guess, of that, though. Um, pretty much similar uh, comments for 2-5, or 25. Um, mm-hmm. And that song in particular, I really like the uh, Jiyoung's vocals. I thought they were really nice. Um, next, uh just talked about it. Uh, CLC's Devil. It's so good. I've been playing it a ton uh, yep. since it came out. A lot of it was just through like in my car uh watch the music video etc etc um i was telling nate before the uh podcast that like i play it like whenever basically whenever i'm in the car and so and one of my roommates mm-hmm. really likes the song he's like what's that song keep playing in the car and <laughs> yeah. then so i uh i sent the link to him and he likes it so there's that also i use 23 he also asked for the link to that as well good so that was kind of cool another great song yes um up next again Two more songs that we just talked about. Uh, Deja Vu by Dreamcatcher. Um, I think this is one of their best songs uh, in a while. I think it's way better yeah. than Petey, which is a good song, but I think it's definitely their weakest title track going to, mm-hmm. into what I think is one of their strongest in a long time. Uh, really good, great vocals, um, really good um, use of, you know... Uh, I don't know. Going from quiet to super loud and in your face. I really like that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Check out Deja Vu. Uh, check out our review of the Rate of Dream album. It's in this episode. But if you're only watching this topic, go back and listen to that from early in the week. Um, mm-hmm. Next up is Feel Special by Twice, which again, we reviewed in this episode. Cause so go check out the review if you're not listening to the full thing. Who would have thought all the songs we decided to review are the songs we like the most? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, this I think is a step in the right direction for Twice. Um, like I said, it's kind of, I feel like this is finally their like Run Devil Run moment where they kind of embrace more of an edgy style i guess uh in Mm -hmm. general um yeah i i think this is definitely a step in the right direction for me i really like it um 
the MV was really awesome. I think it kind of marks a change in Twice's uh, like music style from now on. The whole album. So yeah, check out our review of that. The album's awesome. Yep. Um, listen to the album. Even the B sides are awesome. Yep. Um, so next is one that I guess seems kind of controversial is uh, Jessica's uh, new single "Call Me Before You Sleep," which is featuring Giddy Boy and produced by Chacha Malone. Um, I know Sam said she really did not like it. She said it was like straight up just said it was bad. Yeah, I know Baron said he didn't like it either. Um, so. I thought it was a pretty good. It's just a nice chill like hip hop pop song. I thought it was nice. Um, I know Jakari did really like it, so I guess maybe it's just kind of divisive, I guess. I don't think a yeah. lot of people are going to pay attention to it anyways, to be honest, because it's kind of a low-key release. It's just a single, yeah. and it's does not it even, an album I'll, or anything. Does it even have a music video? I mean, it does, but it's not really a music video. It's just a, it's just like them in the studio singing the song, basically. Oh, okay, yeah, that's one so, of those, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a good release. Um, I think it's definitely a step up from Summer Storm, which is her last single. Uh, yeah, like Summer Storm wasn't bad; I it think, just wasn't that special. Yeah. I thought this is. I think this is a lot more interesting than that song was. So yeah, I think the problem is she just keeps doing the same type of stuff. Yep, <laughs> and like yep. she sound like all of her releases since she left SNSD all sound very similar. Um, um honestly, I think. I think uh, like Fly and Wonderland, both of those albums were really good. Um, yeah. And then Summer Storm was just kind of, or the the album Summer Storm was on. I think it was my ten years or something like that. My decade. Oh, I don't remember? Yeah. My decade. Like I that. think it's called. Um, that one wasn't as great. Although I think that one also had the terrible fate of being released alongside Holiday Night. Yes. <laughs> like so, there's that also. Um, which is had a lot more money behind it. Also, and yeah, that's what I'll say. Anyways, um, I'd like to see. I like seeing Jessica work with like Shaksha Malone and like different producers. I hope she continues to do mm-hmm. that. But I want to see more variation in song type. I guess. Yeah, I definitely yeah, exactly. agree with you there. So yeah, overall, I think this is a solid release. Um, I hope she continues to put out music, but I want to see more, I guess, in the future. Um, all right, so next up, we have one that Nate also already talked about, which is uh, Growing Up by Minsaw, which I thought was a really, really great ballad. Um, yeah, like like we said before, like she's kind of like old school IU, I think, and she has a really, mm-hmm. really nice singing voice. Um, all of her songs are amazing, and... Yeah, I wanna I wanna see her come out with an album. Yeah, I would. I would She's definitely only have a sing, single album so far. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure she doesn't even have a mini. So. No, it's all single albums. Yeah, um, I'm awaiting her to come out with a full release. Um, yep. yeah. So coming up next, we have uh, Laboom with their new. I haven't actually listened to the whole album. But I've only listened to Firework a few times. The album's. I heard the album's not interesting. Very good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I heard it I've was only disappointing. About it. <laughs> I I don't hate it. It's fine. It's not up to snuff in my opinion. Okay. You can definitely tell it's a make start album. Like the production yeah. quality is very low. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's it's just like it's weird because their vocals just aren't 
at the level that they usually are. Mm. Like, Laboom has really good vocals, but for some reason on this album, they're just not at the level that they should be. Mm. Um, as for the single, um, I, I guess I'll, I'll talk about what I don't like about it, and then you can talk about what you do. Yeah. Um, so, like, for my... Well, one, yeah, like, same as the... Same as the album, I feel like their vocals just aren't up to stuff in the song. And what I was saying before is, it's like, they feel like they're on a downward trajectory since they switched concepts. I love Between Us. It's um, their best song, then, in my opinion. I just really love I don't, Between Us. Between Us, no, like... <laughs> like, I, I to love me, like, but, like, Between yeah, Us is so good. Like Between I Us is really good. Song. I think it's a little bit below Hui Hui. I think Hui Hui is like one of the best girl group songs ever made. Yeah. Um. And, but I was okay with the switch to Between Us. Like I thought Between Us was amazing. I thought they did it really well. But then Turn It On was like a, a step down from that. Yeah. And I, I think agree with this that. is. And then I think this is a much bigger step down from even Turn It On. So like oh, I, I disagree with that. I like I don't hate it, but it's just much. It just feels less inspired it feels more generic mm. i it feels like their their vocals aren't where they should be and where they usually are i don't know if they're just like not in great condition right now or what happened maybe it was the direction of this like director of the song just wanted them to sing in a certain way and it just it's just like i was just so disappointed for most like overall i think part of it is i get really hyped for the boom because i love them and they're one of my favorite groups and like i just got too hyped i guess hmm. um so i was let down um but i think i think it, it's fine i don't hate it like everyone most of the people on discord were like really against it um there are a couple songs i liked in the album this um, particular song they didn't like I think, yeah, I mean, they they huh. didn't like the whole album, but I, I think they were pretty mad on this song. Okay. Um, I really like ZN solo, actually, um, which was surprising, because she's not one of the main vocalists. Because, mm. um, yeah, the album is actually only three group tracks, and then there's a solo for each of them. Mm. Um, so that's, that's another thing, is, like, they cheaped out on the album by doing that, like, mm. BS, <laughs> where they couldn't even produce a bunch of group tracks. Yeah. Um... But it is nice because they did help produce all of them, um, except Hayen's song for some reason. Um, but all the other four helped produce their solo song, mm-hmm. so that was cool. So, what did you like about it? I don't know. I just honestly, I just enjoy the song. I thought it was a good like yeah. pop song, to be honest. Like, I I liked it more than Turn It On. Um, it's a fun dance track, <laughs> and it. Like it doesn't have to be like a super catchy hook or whatever. I just like I, yeah. I thought the production on this was pretty good. Um I didn't really notice that the vocals were less than normal on this particular track. Yeah. I'll have it's to it's a lot more noticeable on the album. On the album tracks? Yeah, the album yeah, tracks. Okay, yeah. I'll have to listen to that cuz overall I do really like this song and I think the the MV was pretty nice for yeah. being kind of low budget. Yeah, I think you you might like the album more than a lot of people. Like I said, there are some tro- some songs I did like a lot on the album. Mm. Uh, but overall, I was just disappointed. I guess my I, it was my expectations were too high. Mm. I think was the main issue for me. Like I don't think this is nearly as good as Between Us. Like that's honestly like no, yeah. When did that come out? Twenty eighteen. Uh, twenty yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, like that's like close to being that's definitely in my top five songs of twenty eighteen. I think. 
Like that song mm-hmm. is so good. Um, like, would this be in my top songs 2019? Probably not. But I thought it was a strong release uh, as yeah. far as this single goes. Um, Jerry's still out on the album, I guess. I'll listen to that later. Uh, yeah. Up next, we have... Uh, this was one I actually found just by uh, listening to songs on the list. Um, is uh, Miro by Hoodie. And uh, I don't know. I think it's just... As usual, Hoodie, like, her vocals are really nice. And she's mm-hmm. got, like, kind of this, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, she's just kind of got a nice, like, unique vibe, I guess, to her her music. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, it's got the hip-hop and R&B sort of influence, but it's still also, like, electronic and pop. It's, you, you'll have to listen to the song. It, it's really yeah. nice. It's a really, really nice song, and her vocals are super smooth, um, as usual. Like, she's definitely, she's probably, like, my favorite artist at AMG, I'd say. And I think Andrew would probably agree with me. Um, yeah. So, yes. Definitely recommend listening to Miro. Um, and then, lastly, we have uh, Quan Gina with... Her song 6:35 p.m. Um, this I don't have a ton of comments on, but I just I put this on the list because this is a really really good ballad, and she's got kind of a understated sort of thing. Like it's very uh, low vibe, I guess I'd call it. Mm-hmm. It's very like relaxing ballad, and uh, I guess all I can say is you gotta listen to it. I guess it's really really awesome vocals. Super slow, but really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, just a really good ballad to check out yeah. if you're into that. Yep. So those are my, my 10 songs. Yep. So yeah, that's our top 10 songs of September 2019 in K-pop. Um, yep. So let us know what yours are. And let us know what your thoughts are on the new like format and just like what you guys think of that over doing a whole episode going through a bajillion songs. Yeah. Um, because yeah it it seemed to us that this might be a better choice but we definitely want your feedback yep okay going to topic four the last topic we're gonna be talking about ts entertainment or as i lovingly call them total shit entertainment (laughs) um it's accurate yes it is uh, so if you don't know who TS is, so they, they've been in, they've had some news lately. So that's mainly what we're going to talk about, um, and we're kind of go through their history as well of uh, similar news. Um, if you don't know who TS is, they were founded in 2008 by Kim Tae Song, um, and they were the home of Secret, uh, BAP, Sonamu, and Tracing. Um, Secret, so yeah, Jacob one of my and I favorite girl groups of all time. Yeah, Jacob and I knew them because of Secret way back in the day. We loved Secret. Um, I was a fan of BAP as well. I loved Sonamu. Like I, I've been a big fan of all their groups. Um, but this company is horribly bad. Like Total really bad at managing. <laughs> They're honestly, I would put them in the top like three worst K-pop. Like they're like YG level bad. Yep. But then they're like not even big enough. (laughs) As far as management goes. Yeah. They're worse in management by far, but YG is just super corrupt. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the problem. Like YG is horrible in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, But this company is like 
really bad at managing their artists. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go through an entire history of lawsuits by their <laughs> artists because almost every group uh, that has been in this entertainment company, actually all of them except for Tracing, have uh, now uh, had lawsuits with them. Yes. So starting in, I'm going to just be reading, so this is all sourced from Wikipedia and uh uh, soon be articles. Yes. Uh, so shout, go check out those. Um, but basically, uh, so way back in November 27th, 2014, six members of BAP collectively filed the lawsuit against them in order to nullify their contracts, claiming unfair conditions and profit distribution. Um, the following day, TS Entertainment issued a press release refuting the claims, stating there have been neither such maltreatments or unfair clauses of the contract. And then on August 1st of 2015, so almost a year later, um, they re- BAP returned to TS uh, after reaching a settlement. Yes. Um, so that was a, that was the first of many, many uh, are lawsuits. Are they still with TS, or did they finally leave? I th- think they might have left last year, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm looking up right now. Uh, no, they are, or no, yeah, they're under King Entertainment. Oh, no, that's a Japanese. They are still under TS. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Or wait, no. Did they disband? Oh, no, yeah, they disbanded this year. That's right. Oh, I didn't even so, know that. Or either that yeah. or I forgot. <laughs> or they, okay, they depend. So, Youngook and Zillo, uh, Zillo left after their okay. contract expired. Yeah, that's, um, without them, you can't In don't last year. <laughs> and then in February this year, the reigning four left. Yeah. Remember, Jong Up confirmed the possibility of a reunion in the future. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, they disbanded this year. Okay, so that's BAP. Um, they tried to leave and then eventually re- stayed there uh, after reaching a settlement. Yeah, Next, I we have Hillsong. Well, oh, I, re- ahead, I remember yeah. with BAP, like, that lasted for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, it was like, like almost I think a year it lasted like before. a year, yeah. It was like. Yeah, it was, <laughs> they filed November 2014 and they didn't settle until August 2015. Yeah, that's. I, that was a huge deal, I remember, because, yep. uh, like, the entire group was, right? It was all members, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it's all six members. Yeah. We're um, like, this company is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there wasn't like was, a precedent for that back then. Well, like, like that's worse than, than any of the, like, SM lawsuits. Like, TVXQ yeah. didn't even have all the members. Yep, yeah, exactly. You know? Or XL. Yeah. And it just, yeah, one, having the whole group was, like, a big deal. And two, like, there just weren't that many contract disputes lawsuits back then. I feel like this this is happening more often, or at least it's just getting more public. Um, And we're just hearing about it more often. Yeah. Um, uh, Also, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's partially because, like, law in Korea might have started favoring artists more Mm -hmm. and was a lot more company-centered previously. So I'm assuming, um, I'm curious in the BAP thing, who ended up having to settle? Yeah, it, it, it never really got out how they got settled. I assume since um, they're still there and haven't tried doing another lawsuit, they BAP probably came out on top? Yeah, so it says, here's there's a little bit more <clears throat> information. So it was reported the group filed a lawsuit to nullify a contract, blah, blah. Including statements claiming that nine million dollar nine million U.S. dollars the group earned over three years, each member has been paid a total of eighteen thousand dollars. So really, 
That is what they're saying. How many years? Nine years? They in three years. In three Three years, years, they made nine million dollars, and they got paid a total of like a hundred thousand as a group. (laughs) So so each member got eighteen thousand dollars. Each member got eighteen thousand three years. For three years. And they made the company they, nine, so mil- nine million dollars. So the members were making less than minimum wage. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean that's fairly common early because like you're paying back your trading. Yeah, but like stuff. But like, are you kidding? For me? that, if they made that much money, they should have paid off their training by then and made a yeah. lot more money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they stated that like none of that actually happened and blah 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 and yeah. It basically they settled. It just says. BAP returned to TS after both parties reached settlement. It didn't say. Um, it didn't say what the settlement was. But next, we'll move on to Hyosung, which was a much bigger deal and more recent. Yeah. Um, if you've been into K-pop, this was only last year. Um, so February twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, it was reported that Hyosung was in legal disputes with TS. Um, her disputes with the agency were due to the issues of not receiving payments, uh, which Once you're going to hear is a. Uh, a long, like, a, a whole thread among these lawsuits. Um, so March 5th, uh, she re- her lawyer revealed that she had filed a civil suit against them in September 2017 to confirm that her contract with the agency is no longer valid. Uh, her lawyer stated, first, there are payments that Jun Hyun Sung has not received. TS Entertainment also transferred the management rights conferred by its executive exclusive contract with the singer to another party without the consent of herself. Not only is this a clear violation of her contract, but it's also a source of instability in her promotions as a singer. So it sounds like they also tried to transfer her contract to another company without with, telling her. Without her permission. Yeah, um, that's. So, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so on October 29th, it was announced uh, she would return to the entertainment industry as she signed with Tommy and Partners Entertainment after an ongoing legal battle. And on November 14th, the Seoul Western District Court ruled in Hyosung's favor in her legal battle. Uh, the court stated, we confirm that the exclusive contract note holds no valid uh, validity and the defendant, uh, TS Entertainment, must play the plaintiff approximately 130 million won, uh, which is about 140 hundred thousand dollars in remaining down payments and unpaid wages um so yes she it took about a year or yeah it took about a year because she filed in september 2017 so over Mm. a year um yeah and then of of (laughs) course ts denied all this as well and we're like blah blah no we didn't we didn't we paid all our money blah 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 like it's like no you lost like you clearly didn't i don't know why it, they think they can do that no Especially yeah this, the, this, the part that's crazy about this one is that they tried to transfer to yes her to another company without her consent yep and like without her signing a contract or anything yeah like i actually couldn't um there's not much information, but apparently also Song Jiun from Secret had mm. similar something. Like so, here this is all it says on the Wikipedia page. This is pretty much like all I could find because um, all the articles are in Korean. Yeah, um, but it said Jiun. I love Jiun. I love her solo music. It's amazing. Uh, go check it out. But uh, she submitted a request to the Korean Commercial Arbitration Board to verify her contract is no longer valid to DS due to TS not following the terms of the contract. Yep. So it sounds like she also they also broke her contract and tried to do some shady stuff. 
Um, the fact that they keep doing this over and over, like, and not <laughs> learning from it, like... No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, why we're bringing this up now is this week, um, we got news... Uh, so Omez on Twitter, if you don't know, you should know if you follow K-pop, but he basically translates like almost every Korean article uh, about K-pop, uh, news article. So you can get any, if you follow him on Twitter, you'll you'll get like up-to-date news on tons of stuff. Um, and he posted on the 23rd, so that was, uh, Monday of this week that we're recording, that uh, Sunamu's Nayeon and Sumin filed for termination of their contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, they began the process back in May and have yet to receive a response from TS. Um, another member is also expected to file for contract termination. Oh my god! Um, so they tried to. They're trying to nullify their again? contract. Um, so this, the basically the. Um, what it's expected, they I, they haven't really said. Um, oh no, yeah. So and then TS did confirm this is happening after this news got out. Um, yep. It seems like the main reason they're doing it is they haven't had a comeback in a year and a half, and they've okay. been promised a bunch of comebacks. Yeah. Um. So the and fact they didn't that even like get the third song out of their yeah. Trilogy. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I was gonna say that back in tw- the end of twenty seventeen. There was a the big thing was we were supposed to get three singles in three months from summer from October, November, December. October and November came out and they were prob probably their best songs. Mm-hmm. Like those two songs are amazing. Uh and then December never happened. And we basically had never heard from Sun and Moose since. Yep. There was rumors late last year, I think, that they were gonna have a comeback. That never happened. Yep. And yeah, so it's been a year, almost two years, um, of us not hearing anything. So this seems to be why, um, the fact that it's been two years and they haven't done anything. Uh, it also says another member is expected to file for contract termination. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't. We don't know who. Um, which is interesting because the other. So I, you could say it was Heidi. Um, so the other thing is. Uh, I put it on last topic, but the group actually did release something this week, which is funny that all this news came out and then they put out a song. Um, but this, uh, song only has four of them and it's for a game OST. So it's not probably why the news came out is because, yeah, because they are having a comeback and there's only only four four. of them and they're like, we have to explain why. Um, so the thing is the reason Heidi isn't there is she's on V1, which is that girl group singing competition. Mm Hmm. Um, so that's why she wasn't part of this, but it also, she might also be the member that the other member that's expected to file. Um, we're not really sure. Um, so yeah, that's, that happened. But then also, um, we found out that Sleepy, who is a, uh, rapper, um, Mm. if you don't know. He was under TS. TS. Of course. Um, and he revealed on a show on Monday or Tuesday. So the day after the Sun and stuff came out uh, on this broadcast of SBS's Night of Real Entertainment, he revealed, I wasn't paid even 100 won until July of last year. He's been with the company for 10 years. Or he was with the company for Wait, 10 years. Wait, he wasn't paid until, until last July. year. 
July last year. So for 10, after years, 10 years, he wasn't paid ever. He wasn't paid even 100 won, like 10, 10 cents. cents. <laughs> yes. He said, I wasn't he, paid I wasn't paid for a total of about 10 years. Um, thinking back on job? financial hardships he faced, while doing variety programs, my calls were cut, so I couldn't contract the writers. I ate one roll of kimbap a day. At first, I didn't know. When I was paid, I just let it go while thinking, this is how it is. They said after I renewed my contract, they would pay me 120 million won uh, in parts, but I didn't even receive all that. I couldn't maintain a living. Uh, then TS Entertainment's previous CEO claimed that his statements were a lie. He said it's false that Sleepy wasn't paid. He was paid the profit of 120 million won. People are talking about his current popularity, but before the company paid for the expenses, at the time he had no profit. Because, um, yeah, the, comp- the company will like, pay for your living expenses. Um, yeah, but still, like... Yeah, no, yeah, this is still ridiculous. Um, and then he continued, Sleepy's using social media with the purpose of promoting various things. Sleepy took the advertising fees, claiming that Sleepy embezzled funds from the company. However, Sleepy's claims are different. He said, I'm aware the company is considering my social media marketing as the biggest problem. It was an unavoidable circumstance in order for me to maintain a living. There was a vacuum, shampoo, fruits, and more among the sponsored items. But half of the sponsorships were clothing. I expect... I ex- accepted clothing because i didn't have a stylus Hmm. um and then the ceo said we'll receive judgment from the law and who is right sleepy shared i just wanted to let the world know about this i just want to receive the money i should have received so sounds familiar yep so they're Um, basically just not paying anyone yep uh and then finally my last like news stuff i have the ministry of employment and labor has confirmed that ts entertainment has been forwarded to the prosecution on charges of overdue payments to employees on september 26th so yesterday it was reported that ts entertainment had been reported to the ministry of employment and labor by a former employee due to overdue payments a source from the government agency confirmed the news and stated ts entertainment has been reported on charges of failing to pay stipends for unused annual leave and severance pay to employees following an investigation by a labor supervisor they've been forwarded to the prosecution on charges of violating the labor standard act when asked if the investigation found additional employees to have also not been paid by the agency along with the individual who was reporting the source stated they cannot answer the question without checking for confirmation so Sounds to me. yesterday their entire st- people on their staff are also now suing or reporting them to uh, the government for not paying late pay- wages. So sounds to me like the CEO is just pocketing all of the money. Oh yeah, uh, basically yeah. This, this company, the, the CEO and like the management of this company are just taking all of the money and not paying anyone. And it's crazy to me that it's gone on this long. Um, like the fact that Sleepy stayed with them for ten years. Because well, I mean, I guess if your contract's what seven years initially, and then they promise to pay him uh, like a hundred thousand won or whatever, hmm. or the like or a hundred thousand dollars, like a hundred and thirty million won or whatever. Oh wait a um, second, to renew. So and then they just didn't. I'm looking at their page, and apparently the original CEO died last year. Oh really? Yeah, in April. Hmm. I missed so, that. And this is still happening. Yeah. What the hell? Well, I'm sure. It, I mean, like I said, it's a whole entire management culture, yeah, like yeah. executive culture. This company is just to completely screw over everyone working for them and take all of the profits. Yeah. Because yeah, like this has been happening for literally years. Like BAP filed a lawsuit five years ago, uh, but they settled. But part of it said, like, 
there was un- profit, unfair profit distribution. Yeah. And then Hyosung wasn't paid. Sonamu wasn't given their comebacks that they were promised, so yep. they're not getting paid uh, if they're not making any money. And yeah, then yeah, Sleepy not getting paid. And now apparently even just normal employees not getting paid. Yeah, literally all they have is Sonamu tracing uh, D-Action, who was in a group with Sleepy by the looks of it. And uh yep, called yeah. Untouchable. Untouchable. And yep. then they have Hana from or Zinger from uh Secret yeah. no, as an actress. Never, never call her. I don't know how she stayed with them. Me neither. The fact that the other the other I mean Sunwa left in twenty sixteen. Yeah, she was the first I, leave, I think. Yeah, well she probably got out because she's like, Screw this. this and plus she terrible. was she was also pretty pretty done with music by that point and just yeah. wanted to focus on acting. Yeah. Um but yeah, like every yeah, it's just this company. I wouldn't be surprised if it ceased to exist by like next year with all how these lawsuits oh, are playing out. Yeah, I the will fact not that doubt it. they currently have like a, a they're being reported the government just for their normal employees and all of this bad press. Like yep. nobody's gonna want to work there. <laughs> yeah, which I mean explains why Sunamu was completely screwed. I feel bad for Tracing. They just debuted, like... I mean, they debuted 2017, and they have two releases. I mean, so, if, like, if... Or three releases. Even their employees are upset because they're not getting paid, I don't think their groups are going to have many comebacks. Yep. Like, who, yeah, wants, who wants to work when they're not getting paid? You know? Yeah. Yep. It's not... Not going well. Yeah, like June fourteenth, Tracing shared a spoiler image for their comeback. Still hasn't happened. Still hasn't happened. Jeez. So, like this, yeah. Total shit entertainment. There's a reason why I've I've called them that ever since their first like, BAP. ever since the Hyosung news came out. Oh, like Hyo-sung. BAP happened, and I was like, well, that sucks. But like, hopefully, it's just a one-off thing. Like, but an then SM like sort what of thing back then? Yeah, it seemed like yeah. Yeah, and then. It just never ended, and I was like, okay, this is my new nickname for them. Yep. So yeah, if you've never heard of TS, uh, they suck. Hopefully they're not around much longer, but you should go listen to Sonamu, or Secret and Sonamu, and BAP. I like BAP too. Um, they put out good music, but they didn't put out much music, and they screwed their artists over. So, mm. I guess go pirate the music. Yep. <laughs> Since their artists aren't going to get any of the money anyway, so. Okay. Alright. Good. Any other thoughts on Total Shit Entertainment? They're terrible. <laughs> I don't know what yep. else there is to say. Cause, no, like, yeah. It's... They're just clearly terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty black and white. It's it's not really a subjective thing. Yep. Like, they're clearly a corrupt company with corrupt management at the very least. So. Yep. Yeah. Alright, well, with that, uh, I guess thanks for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, As always, if you liked it, please subscribe. uh, Comment your thoughts on uh, any of the topics. Um, Join Discord. We're always talking in there every day. Um, There's tons of people there that are nice and, uh, yeah. Um, Let's see. What else? Is there stuff on the plate, on the the slate Um, that you want to mention? I mean, we've got Queendom cast, so if you're watching Queendom, 
Um, we have the first two episodes out. Basically, every episode is going to cover two episodes of Queendom because mm-hmm. um, that seems to be how the the like Lovely. layout of the show is, where a performance a round of performances is two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check out those if you're watching the show, or if you're not watching the show, um, watch the show and then check out our podcast. It's good, cool, cool like competition show with the girl groups that are uh, not the most well known. Um, they're like mid tier. I would say mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, and it's a cool idea for competition because basically they're all going to release a song on the same day, mm-hmm. and they'll see who gets the better like charts and stuff and yeah. sales and music video views and stuff. So, yep. uh, which is something we don't really see very often in K-pop. Most groups try to, yep, like stagger releases. So, check that out. Yep. All right. Well, with that, uh, thanks for listening and. We'll catch you next week. Pay your employees. Robbingly pay your employees. Yes.